Autumn wind is a pirate, blustering in from sea. With a rollicking song, he sweeps along, swaggering boisterously. His face is weather-beaten. He wears a hooded sash with a silver hat about his head and a bristling black mustache. He growls as he storms the country, a villain big and bold. And the trees all shake and quiver and quake as he robs them of their gold. The autumn wind is a raider, pillaging just for fun. He'll knock you round and upside down and laugh when he's conquered and won. Welcome back, everybody, to the Go For Two podcast, brought to you by the Two Beers podcast. We are just about halfway through the NFL season, coming off probably the wildest weekend I can remember. Gamblers were not happy, including the Two Brew crew. It's Drew. I'm the host with the most... I, I consider myself the Tom Brady of, of podcasts at this point because I'm the talent and there's no slowing me down. Just going to be winning award after award after award. I'm also joined by my co-host, Mr. Jordan White, the menace of Monesson. Jordan, how are we doing tonight? Oh, I'm doing pretty spicy is how I'm doing. I'm, I'm locked and loaded, brother. On a scale of one to ten, what uh, what kind of spicy are we feeling for you tonight? Uh, I'm gonna stick with you, and when you said eleven last last week, I'm gonna go with eleven. Yes, beautiful, beautiful. And let's not forget forget the football guy of the podcast. We've got the Greek sensation, the Teddy Rapantis. Teddy, how are we doing, gentlemen? How are we doing this evening? We're Fantastic. doing fantastic. We're doing great. Uh, listen, the last time we recorded, it was almost Halloween. This time, Turkey Day's right around the corner, Oof. and that's when the games start getting a little more meaningful in the NFL. Can't wait to talk about it. That weather starts to get a little bit colder, and the, the football, hoodie weather, hoodie weather, hoodie season, baby. So, and I got, I got to say, Teddy, uh, yeah, this, this is what, this is the quality host we got here. Last time we were recording, Teddy was a little under the weather. He was drinking that, that good Greek Mountain Tea stuff. Then me and right. J.O. me and J.O. got sick, and you know what Teddy did? He sent us some Greek tea. Teddy, you're you're just an all all around great guy. Hey man, I'm there for my co-hosts. Like I always say, the O line's got to take care of their quarterback. You're my quarterback, <laughs> man. I hope you enjoyed that Greek tea. I don't know if you tried it yet, but it it might be good for you on a day where you need it on a I, nice that's, cold I'm, night. I'm, I'm saving it for emergencies, and I think that's my Perfect. quote. I think that's my quote that I instilled in you that you now that say. That is your quote. I think it's mine. Let's not. Yeah, let's 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 not do that. Uh, Gimmick infringement. That's, <laughs> yeah, TM TM. So, uh, well, hey man. As usual, before we begin here and start getting into the next the next quarter of the season, it's story time with Teddy Rapantis, baby. Teddy, what do you got for us this week? This week, we got the infamous Brian Baldinger, a mansion party. And apparently, according to you, Drew, these, these are kind of uh, famous. Oh, they're legendary. Oh, they're yeah. legendary, according to Philly Sports Radio. This is something that happens on a regular occurrence. I wasn't aware of this. But uh, bear with me here. I mean, this, this was like 14 years ago, 2007, when this party happened. So some of the details are kind of vague. But what I remember is that day, Baldy comes in. He invites all the interns over his house for a big mansion party. 
you know, I, I'm coming from South Orange, Seton Hall. That's about a, almost a two-hour drive. I wasn't prepared for anything like that. I didn't have a nice pair. You know, I didn't have nice jeans with me. I didn't have a nice shirt. So that same day, after uh, after the day was over, before the party, I think I drove over to, uh, it, it's near where you live, Drew, that Morristown Mall or something like that. That's right, yep. All right, I went there. I got myself a nice pair of jeans. I got myself a nice polo so I can head over to this mansion party. I pull up into the, you know, to, to Baldinger's Mansion. This is straight out of the movies, man. I mean, you pull in there. There's this giant, you know, garage. There's there's uh, catered food everywhere. Uh, there, there there's uh, butlers. There's it's top shelf liquor. Anything you could think of in in this guy's backyard. And I'm just blown away. I'm like I'm just like a measly intern hanging out at this mansion here. The one thing I do remember with the catered food, any kind of sushi you could think of, there was a giant table of just sushi, and and, and it was fantastic. It was great. Uh, there was beer pong going on in the garage, beer pong, flip cup. Pretty sure there was some NFL legends there. I don't remember who was there, but I know <laughs> I know there was some NFL network employees that were there that I was working with, and it was just a great time. Everybody was having a good time, beer pong, flip cup. It was like a frat house. Uh, Baldy gave us a tour of the mansion. Uh, there was a cool little uh, room, I guess a den, where he has all his playing memorabilia from when he was playing in the NFL. He's got some other cool stuff all over the wall. I think there might have been a grand piano. I don't know if that was just me when I was drunk and that's what I thought I saw. But I thought there was some kind of grand piano. I could be wrong on that. But uh, it was it was a good time. One of the best times of my life to that point. I mean, I was in college. I'm just a, you know, I'm a huge NFL fan. And I'm at Brian Boldinger's mansion party. It was great. And somehow at the end of the night, I drove almost two hours back to South Orange. Don't ask me how I did that, but uh, it was a good it was a good time. And uh, props to Baldy because at at the end of the uh, season, at the end of the internship, he gave all of us NFL on Fox these big winter sports jackets, which I still have to this day. Oh wow, that's pretty yeah. nice. So that's he's awesome. a good guy, man. He's awesome. Yeah, when he was uh, when he was co-hosting um, a couple of days a week on the ninety-seven-five like uh, fanatic uh, Philly sports show in the mornings, he was uh, like they would always make these side jokes about like Baldy's parties and stuff. So uh, that's I, uh, awesome. That's, that's that's pretty phenomenal. You were part hey, of one. I can vouch for that, man. That they are phenomenal. You uh, you get handsy with any uh, any 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 of the female guests, Ted? Or? No, no comment on that. But I will say Ooh, there were some. Okay. There were some. There were some older women there, uh, you know, definitely over their 40s and 50s. I guess friends of Brian Baldinger that were having a good time at the beer pong table. I'll say that. Oh man, <laughs> our uh, our buddy, the Big KL, would have made out like a fiend there. He likes. Oh some, man, that's that's his sweet spot right there. That's his style right there. That absolutely. is his. That is his style. Oh, oh man. my gosh. All right, boys. Well, let's. After I, I was trying to think of a, a cool a cool phrase to talk about just how dreaded this last weekend was. As, hey, can, we, can we crack open the uh, the drinks? Oh, that's right. I'm not I'm not drinking, so I totally forgot. God, I'm such an amateur. It's a good thing I'm still <laughs> going to be the Brady. All right, boys. Assume the positions. Three, two, one. Maybe none of us are drinking because all I have is a. Um, I'm not. All I have is a Red Bull because I'm just that guy. It's it's 11 p.m. and I'm gonna have some of a Red Bull. So. Yeah, that's where that's where we are at this point. Hey, you do you, man. Um, Teddy, what do you got? I I got the the aforementioned Greek Mountain Tea, man. Oh, look, you're still going. It's a tra- it's a tradition. I'm not under the weather, but you know what? It helps my voice, you know, for, for this podcast. So I'm gonna stick with it. So uh, I needed so... this. My voice was so dry. I'm like, Drew, 
crack the two Bruce <laughs> uh and I'm uh uh, I'm I'm on some uh, some 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 super duper uh, good stuff for my back that I've been Pur- having purple drink. With. So uh, I'm not not basically mixing some and, codeine. Yeah, not mixing and matching some tonight. Steroids. So I'm uh, <laughs> I'm just uh, I'm just sipping uh, sipping sipping some water as I get through this one. So all right, this is probably our first non-alcoholic two brew uh, two beers podcast, right? That's right. I kind of want to just go get some Jack, just to not so we're not like complete wusses on this thing. <laughs> so, I mean, what's the worst? What, what's the worst that could happen? As long as it's not the Patron shots, and you're talking about uh, Ron Grobkowski. Oof. Oh man. <laughs> well, let's be honest. Even if I wasn't having tequila shots, I'd be mispronouncing names. So it doesn't Very really true. matter. Well, that's but, a good point. All right, boys. Let's let's get into this. What? So we're halfway through the season, right? About eight, nine, eight, nine weeks in of this new eighteen-week year. What a what are the biggest storylines we got going on at this point? Halfway through the through the post, Joe. What do you? What's 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 tickling you these days in the NFL? Um, well, I'll start off. I I think the the number one storyline in the league right now, <clears throat> excuse me, is the Aaron Rodgers COVID uh, ongoing situation. Um, I just saw something flash across. I guess the latest and greatest is that he's getting getting fined. And I guess that's for not following the unvaccinated protocols, yeah. Um, and per, you know, parading around like he was vaccinated. Um, <clears throat> so, um, you know, I guess my question is, like, what's his availability moving forward? I guess he's back, right? But then, so like, he's not. So they're not, not, not officially, not until <clears throat> Saturday, right? They, so, so they're not gonna. They've they've said that they're not suspending him. That's. That it's to me, it's a slap on the wrist if you look at it. I mean, fifteen thousand dollar fine for him and Alan Lazard, the receiver, and the t- as a team, the Green Bay Packers organization got fined three hundred thousand uh, dollars. He's not getting suspended or anything, so uh, take that oh, wow. as you will. You know, take that as you will. But as as far as his availability, Jordan, uh, he's technically not allowed back to the team until Saturday, uh, November thirteenth, which is. <clears throat> One day before the game against the Seattle Seahawks, right. I mean, I don't know what the what the protocol is with how many days you have to practice. Uh, I guess you don't have to, but can he be ready to go in one day if uh, he's still symptomatic? I guess. Right, you're right. That's the big question. Are they going to throw him out there on, you know, one one day's practice or half a day's practice or whatever? I mean, the way um, Jordan Love looked. I mean, if I was the Packers, I'd yeah, say yeah, probably. yeah, but but. Um, Listen, this is going to cost them another game. Russell Wilson's going to be back, and they could possibly lose this one. And it, you got to feel—I mean, if you're a Packers fan, how mad do you got to be? You got—you go from potentially getting that first-round buy. Remember, there's only one buy now. You know, you had—you had the advantage over the Cardinals in the head-to-head. Now you give up a game, and uh, you might drop another one here. So uh, bad news for the Packers uh, overall. Yeah, I mean, so it could cost them two games, like you said. Yeah. Um. And then moving forward, it'll be interesting to see if he catches it again. Um, yeah, that's true. It just, it, which is just so weird because people are getting like getting COVID with their vaccines, with their boosters, without their vaccines. So it's yeah. a strange, it's a strange time, and it'll be interesting. Now that we've seen COVID cost somebody one, at least one, if not two games, what other teams like? What if there's a vaccinated person that gets COVID, like? Well, we just I, saw it with Nick Chubb. <clears throat> Nick, Nick yeah, that Chubb, just came out too. That just came out that Nick Chubb uh, is fully vaccinated. Him and uh, his teammate Felton, 
both vaccinated, yet uh, they both were testing positive for COVID and are going on the COVID list. Now, they're eligible to come back. They have to test negative twice in a 24-hour span. So that's the rules when it comes to players who are vaxxed. Right. So, I'm just uh, saying, can you imagine, like, a key game down the stretch yeah. or a playoff, playoff game, game and, like, somebody's vaccinated and they get COVID? Oh, my gosh. Like, that's going to be – yeah, it'll it'll it, it's not good for the league. It's not good, I guess, you know, for the gambling purposes, you know, for Vegas and all that, because lines are going to change and, could, you know, there could be a lot of not mess good up for there. life. <laughs> not good for yeah, exactly. Yeah. Not good, not good at all my, for my any problem, reason. And I know Drew's going to chime in on this. And the big thing in it, uh, with Rogers here was, he listen, he kind of try to circumvent the rules and thinks that the rules don't apply to him. I mean, he came out and pretty much. He he didn't really confirm it, but when you come out and you say, "Yeah, I'm I'm immunized," you, you assume that the guy's vaccinated. He went through uh, team activities, going to Halloween parties without wearing a mask, and that's just the rule when it comes to the protocols here. And he didn't follow the rules. So, what are your thoughts on that, Drew? With that whole yeah, aspect? I mean, I I wasn't. We've we've talked about it just in our own conversations, like. I don't care that he lied about it. Like, if you just want to be soft and not take the ridicule like um, Carson Wentz and, and Cousins did, like men, that's fine. Like, uh, yeah, you know, do what you want to do. But then to not to not then follow the protocols that – it's the rules. Like, no one's forced – no one's – Aaron Rodgers acts like he's being forced to play in the NFL. It's kind of – I always say this with the NBA guys that, like, complain about, like, their, you know – they, they, they want to be a winning situation. Like, nobody's forcing you guys to play in these leagues. Like, you're choosing to play there. So if you're choosing not to get vaccinated, like, you're choosing – you need to follow the rules. Like, you're not above that because not only – you know, it, who cares what you believe? But you – you know, if you're wrong, like, you could be putting the other team in danger, the media in danger. Like, he's up – I know the one thing they keep bringing up is, you know, after the Cardinals game, how he went right up to – um What's his face? Um, who's the quarterback there already? I'm already out of it. Kyler Murray. Yeah, Kyler, Kyler Murray. Murray. Sorry. Yeah, how he went up to how he went up to Kyler Murray, and they were talking, and you know they're they're in close contact, and he's not wearing yep. a mask. Like that's where I have the issue. Where like Rogers, because Rogers doesn't believe there's science behind the mask, he chose not to. It's like, well, that doesn't matter, dude. Like you you work you work for the NFL. You don't work for Aaron Rodgers. When yeah. the NFL, if the NFL says this is what you have to do to not be vaxxed, and it, it, it's all because the players' he, association agreed to. Yeah, that. man. And it, and at the end of the day, like he could have just said, "Listen," because people were like, "You know, why are you wearing the mask if you're, you know, immunized?" He could have just said, "Yeah, just being extra precaution." Like, there's NBA. Everyone in the NBA is, I think, almost everyone that's playing right now, I think, is um, close to vaccinated. It's like ninety yeah. something percent. But like guys that are vaccinated are still wearing masks on the bench because there's fans near them. That may not be so. Like you, he, there was plenty of ways he could have got out of you know not having to take the criticism that these other guys are taking and just been a little you know a little well, limp and, about it. Yeah. But the fact that he the fact that he thinks he's he's above everybody and he can just do what he wants is what really annoys me. And that he he could potentially have been endangering other people. And he, he didn't do himself any favors with that whole uh, forty five minute interview. Oh, it's horrendous. Mac, McAfee show. Uh, he just didn't do himself any favors. I thought with, with that just. Hey man, if you if you're gonna cost your team, you know, just don't lie about it and follow yeah. the rules. I saw uh, I st- if I I don't know if I read. I mean, I, I was headline clicking today, but I saw something where it said he he was surprised that that interview got such negative uh, negative reactions. I'm like, 
did you listen to what you were saying, Rogers? And he, like, dub- and he doubled down on it, I think, pretty much. Oh, he God. said that yeah, he's just going to continue, you know, with whatever he said. He apologized, I guess, for uh, getting caught. <laughs> yeah. But he doubled down on everything. I'm glad I'm glad I picked the right time last at the end of last year to get off the Rogers bandwagon. Yeah, so it's going to be interesting to see how this affects the team going forward. Just yeah. like jo- Jordan said, I mean, what happens if he gets uh, symptoms again down the road and this he's team – this is the whole last dance. You know, they were on a roll here. They're ripping off all these wins, and it's looking like these guys are going to go to the Super Bowl, barring, uh, you know, getting past the Rams or the Buccaneers. But who knows now what's going to happen. Yeah. No, I'm with you. Uh, what else we got, Ted? What else is uh, yeah. is out there with you? Yeah, the big story for me, uh, the Tennessee Titans. Uh, how about them? Sitting at 7-2, and two, they lose Derrick Henry, right? And uh, they continue to win. And we got to give some love to the defense over there. Uh, Jeffrey Simmons, a defensive end, five and a half sacks. Bud Dupree, linebacker. You got Janoris Jenkins, the jackrabbit. He was a big addition for them. This was the problem with this team last year. Uh, They had the offensive firepower. Defense was uh, just mediocre. Defense was very mediocre. And uh, this year, it's been the defense that's been kind of carrying them through some of these wins. I mean, Taking out, taking out Kansas City and taking out Buffalo, the two teams that a lot of people expected to be back in the AFC title game. Uh, and now without Derrick Henry, you come out and you dismantle the Rams, the Los Angeles Rams, who a lot of people have high hopes for as well. That's just an impressive thing that you got to give credit to, to Mike Vrabel and that coaching staff. And uh, yeah. they, they took the personality – of their team, uh, of their coach, and that, that's what I like about these guys. Yeah, I agree. I uh, and they have they haven't ruled out Henry possibly coming back for the playoffs, right? Or have they? No, they haven't. They, they no, they okay. haven't. Uh, they said it's going to be about the timeline is is kind of in the air right now, but eight to ten weeks was the initial diagnosis. So if they can get to January uh, and make the playoffs, they might get him back for you know at some point in the playoffs there, which yeah. would be huge. Yeah, Adrian Adrian Peterson with a little, little TD uh, on Sunday night. Go yeah, back, so, uh, so that's the part the of it I wanted to comment on is like yeah, I, I, I expected that McNichols to just, you know, step in and, and start to carry more of the load. They, they signed Adrian Peterson off the street. And give him more carries than McNichols, and I'm just like, what? How does he even know the playbook? Like, what? I, like, <laughs> I, like I get he's Adrian Peterson, but like, yeah. yeah I, when, when you're a 14 year veteran like Adrian Peterson and a, probably a Hall of Famer, you probably don't need to know much of the. Playbook. I feel like, like they were yeah. just rotate. Like, I, I don't know what the final carry numbers were, but I felt like they just kept like it was like a couple carries here, a couple like they just kept rotating the guys and were interchanging the two of them. Yeah, they yeah. Also but to start to start to start the to start the game, McNichols was not good. Like he had like three carries for negative eleven yards, so he yeah. he was not and, good early. And he's more he was more even with Henry. He was more of that change of pace, third down, pass yeah. catching. He back. kept pass catching his back. role that he kept his role that he already had basically. Yeah. Well, yeah. they did sign. Uh, they also had Deontay Foreman, who actually got a couple carries as well, if you saw. And it seems like they're just going to lean on those receivers right now. They're going to lean on on AJ Brown. They're going to lean on Julio and a mix of whoever they can get at the running back position. And I think this defense is what's going to try to carry them through these cold weather games now. And they got some big games coming up, so it'll be interesting Ryan, to see. Ryan Tannehill is going to have to earn that contract. Jo's 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 pumpkin. That's yeah. right. Yep. Um, one of my stories for the storylines for the year is. Other than Tampa Bay, it's kind of crazy. Like, do we feel good about any of these teams that are at the top of the divisions? 
Well, after after and this tip, past Sunday. So yeah, after this past Sunday, which I still haven't found a name of the Sunday, but and for Tampa Bay, it's a lot of that's probably just the Brady the Brady effect. Um, like I just thought it's crazy. It gets kind of crazy. Like every year, I feel like you at least have like two or three teams where you're like, yeah, I feel really good about these guys. Like as long as they could stay healthy, yeah. I think they're going to be good. Well, but like when I when I look at like the top of the league, like you know, uh, the short answer is no. Um, you know, yeah. the Cardinals make you feel good, but let's let's be real. And this was my other topic, Drew. Um, if Kyler Murray's not healthy, they're still a good team. They're not a Super Bowl contender without Kyler Murray. Correct. And yeah. I and I I love me some Colt McCoy, um, but they're just not a Super Bowl contender without yeah. Kyler Murray. Edmund, so, I mean, Edmonds just went down. Um, that's right. Yeah. That's huge. I mean, they're Green, def- Green Bay and- with Rodgers. It's like, are. You know what? That's the same story every year. Every year, yeah. So are even, they yeah. Super Bowl contenders? Yes. Is Aaron Rodgers gonna find a way to crap out in the playoffs? Probably. Most likely. <laughs> and and also at Arizona, like they're so you know a lot of those guys are on the younger side. Not well, maybe not on the younger side, but just the team itself. You know, from a gelling perspective and getting in those big games, like we just saw them against the Packers in probably the biggest game, you know, biggest game of the season. And they, uh, you know, they had they had some bad turnovers, um, some miscues. The defense was tremendous in the red zone um, as they've been all season. But even still, like you know, you have you have some miscommunication there between Murray and a wide receiver that ends the game. So, I yeah, I just I just found it interesting. I was going up and down up and down the standings. I'm like, I don't like yeah. I don't like well, I don't feel good about <clears throat> any of these teams. Well, no. The, to, to your like, point, yeah. now's now's a good go time ahead, to take a flyer on us on your Super Bowl pick on uh, if you're going to make a bet because yeah, it really true. could come from way back in the pack this year. Yeah, would you and, would you have there, Ted? But yeah, to your point, with at the top of the state, you're looking at the top of the divisions for each division. Two teams that uh, going into this past Sunday, you'd think, all right, these guys are rolling and their schedule's very soft and they're just going to run through everybody. Buffalo and the Dallas Cowboys. I mean, Buffalo goes into Jacksonville. Gets in the red zone one time, scores six points. They lose nine to six. Uh, Dallas down thirty to nothing at home against the Denver Broncos. Teddy Two Gloves and that Denver defense just lost Von Miller, and they stepped up and shut down that Love prolific me some Teddy offense. Two Gloves. So now you got question marks about Buffalo and Dallas. Uh, Buffalo and Dallas are these just blips? Are these just Buffalo's got a really easy schedule this month, and they kind of looked past the Jaguars and were like, okay, we're just gonna play the string out here until we get to December, and then we're going to get to some meaning of full football. I, I don't know because I have questions now. Josh Allen, uh, it looked like you force him into, into making bad throws. He's going to throw the pick. He's going to throw the ball away, and he's, gonna, he's not going to try to take the sack. Uh, Dallas, did Dak Prescott come back too soon from that calf injury? I, I don't know. So now I have questions with both of those teams. But when I mean, you look at it on the other hand, their schedule is so soft that you got to assume they're still going to win their divisions. Excited, excited to get to the contenders pretender section because those might be two teams we're going to talk about. Um, um, just, just to put a bow on that, um, you know, we like, haven't we haven't said that in a while. That used to be our uh, comeback. Our, our, what, our, don't call that it used to be our two per segment. Okay, just yeah. So just to put a bow on the thought of uh, is anybody actually good? Um, you know, uh, this is something I, I developed. You know, over the years watching the NFL is. It's it's not necessarily a question of who's good. Like, there are teams that are good. It's, every year, there's some teams that are good, some teams that aren't. It's 
are you good enough to win that day, whatever that day is, whoever your opponent is. That's right. And that comes later in the season and in the playoffs. It's it's and it's twofold. It's do you have the actual talent, and do you have the friggin' the chutzpah, the cojones, the balls to actually take it to your opponent? That's right. Are you are you good enough that day? And like, think about Brady. You know, some like that Super Bowl versus the Rams. When was it? Ten three or thirteen three or whatever. Like, yeah. Was anybody good that day? No. Brady was. Brady no. was. Brady was good enough. It, like, you don't have to be good. You have to be good enough. And then you look at other Super Bowls or other, like, classic Antonio Brown against the Ravens, like, fighting off four guys and stretching the ball across the goal line. Like, the, both those teams were great that day. But the Steelers were good enough and the Ravens weren't good enough. So when you start thinking about who is going to be those teams – like you almost go to the intangibles and like Derrick Henry going down and then the Titans stepping up and for a big win, like maybe that is the Titans this year or like conversely, like the bills with this cupcake schedule and then finding a way to lose three games. Like what the hell is that? Maybe, maybe they aren't that team and struggled against Miami too. I was going to add that. Like maybe, maybe maybe they aren't good enough. Like maybe they're good, but maybe they're not good enough. You've said it before, Jordan, on this podcast and on the two beers. It's it's a, a, a league that's derived on, on film. If, if when, Once a team figures you out on film and they find the game plan to shut you down, all other teams that you face are going to go back and look at that tape. Yep. Every one of Buffalo's opponents going forward, and they got, they got a pretty tough schedule going into December after this cupcake part, are going to look back at that. You don't think Bill Belichick's going to look be looking at that film? He's salivating. They still have to play the Patriots twice. And they're only a half game back, the Patriots. So, yeah. you, you know, once a team sees your weaknesses on film and figures you out, can you are you good enough to overcome that? Yeah. And every and like you said, every week of the NFL is its own thing. It's a new storyline every week. It's its own. It's like thing every Drew. I was week. thinking about this. It's like boxing, man. We say it all the time. It's it's twelve one round contests. That's it. And yet in the NFL, it's eight. Oh, I said well, seventeen of them. Right, seventeen games not one whole season and it's like it's a strange bird man it is a strange bird and um and the the last team i'll say is kansas city is kansas like think about how good kansas city has been and how much less of a team they are this year but they scratch their way what they're five and four right yeah yeah maybe they're guys maybe they're good enough to beat whoever's in front of them on any day and like they're not good compared to what they usually are, but we've all agreed they kind of sucked, and they're five and four. So you know what's crazy, and I'll, I know we're going to put a bow on this, but I did want to talk about Kansas City because I don't really have them on any of my uh, my list here for what we're going to talk about. I I'm trying to feel like it's just so crazy how bad they are. Like I know they're five and four and they've scraped, but it's. I can't figure out. Like, I thought maybe it was the defenses were just defending them differently. Like, their defense is bad. But, man, even Mahomes, like, he's just been so inaccurate this year and, and not taking care yeah. of the football. Like, I, I, is that it? Is that – because I, I don't know, yeah, man. They, they, I believe they're they're leading the league as a team in turnovers or, or they're tied with Jacksonville. And, and Mahomes has not been good with protecting the football this year. He's just not – 
getting those throws that he normally hey, he's not accurate because people are trying to give him here. a pass like you know, the nick Wrights of the world no, saying, it's, oh, not it's not him. Mahomes, not but i'm well. like when you watch some of these it's like yeah he's just not accurate he missed kelsey on some big plays against the packers yeah. that would have put that out of uh out of reach and that ended up being a close game well a lot of teams what they're doing now so what i guess the the, the game plan for them is you're playing the two deep you're you're, you're taking away one of his weapons so until until uh, there's been some games where Kelsey doesn't get going until late in the game, so some teams are saying, "All right, we're going to give you Tyreek, but we're not going to give you Kelsey." And you're forcing. Mah- there's no run game right now. You know, Clyde edwards helaire has been out. Yeah. Dar- you know, Daryl Williams giving them whatever, but uh, Josh Gordon really hasn't gelled there. They don't really have an outside threat besides uh, Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill, yeah. You know, Miko Hardman gets five catches a game for like 40 yards. So if you take away Kelsey. There's nothing else Kansas City can do. Mahomes wants to always rip it down the field. Those throws aren't there. He's holding the ball too long, and he's causing silly turnovers. And uh, the defense is not good enough this year to help him out with that. But yeah. like you said, they clawed their way to 5-4. and four. There's a lot of these division games left. they got to play the Raiders twice. they got to play Denver again. they got to play the Chargers again. Those might determine can they get a wild card spot or win this division. Yeah. All right. One, well, before you move on, though, yeah, one other th- I was going to say uh, in the storyline thing, were you going to bring up OBJ? Uh, he's in a different segment, but we can. Okay, that's fine. Do what- no, no, do what you got to do, host. Okay. All right. All right. Um, let's segue to contenders, pretenders, because and let's let's pick up to who we've been talking about the most. And I'm gonna I'm gonna give my opinion first. I'm gonna start with the Buffalo Bills. Uh, Teddy, this was your Super Bowl pick, right? That's right. And, and right. J.O., you threw a couple of teams out there because you're just awful at it anyway. So you said, it, you know, you can Pretty pick much, two and not yeah. get one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, pretenders, man. Um, wow. I'm so jaded now. Wow. And it's not – it's it's because they just can't run the ball. They're just too one-dimensional. Like, Moss stinks. Singletary stinks. And, like, Josh Allen just can't be the lead rusher every week. Because now those deep explosive plays that they were able to get last year with Diggs and then that opened up Beasley, they're just not there because they're just like, yeah, these dudes stink. They can't run. I, I was really shocked that they didn't try to trade at the deadline for somebody. Um, like my, We talked about it in one of our chats. Said like I, I would have been calling the Eagles. I know he got hurt, but – they they didn't say they, they don't seem to want to use Miles Sanders. So like I would have called them and said, Yeah, is this guy available? Like what's it gonna cost us? Like they need they need to be able to at least have some threat of running the football. Otherwise that offense just isn't special. The defense is good enough to keep him in games, which it did obviously against you know, they just did against Jacksonville as bad as the offense was. But the offense just can't it can't do what it did last year because they just they can't move the ball at all. So I, I have them as a huge pretender now. I, I, I don't I don't That's even know huge. if they'll they would get back to the AFC championship game this year the way they look. Uh yeah, I mean I'm i I'm a little surprised with that, but you might be on to something because if you look at their like I was saying, their late season schedule, they gotta play Indy, they gotta play the Saints, they gotta play the Patriots twice, they gotta play Tampa Bay, and they gotta play Carolina who has been a pretty good defense. And now that the jury's out, uh, I mean, the tape is out on, on Josh Allen. And like you said, this one-dimensional offense, it's going to be on him. It's going to be on that on the, on those receivers to overcome this. And I think that they they learned from last year that they, they can overcome and get to where they need to be. And I think at some point this year we're going to, you know, at, in one of these games, big games, we're going to have a moment where it's going to be make or break for Josh Allen. And I just – I'm confident in him. I believe he's going to come through in one of the one or two of these big games 
Maybe they split with the Patriots, but I think I'm still going to say they're a contender right now. All right, J.O. Um, just to be quick, I agree more with Drew. Um, I think that they're going to still do what they need to do in the regular season, but I, I think they've just it, they feel it feels like they're exposed for any anybody who they play who will line up and be good enough on the other side in the playoffs. That's fair. Okay, and to be clear, I, I still think they're going to make the playoffs and win that division. Right, I just, right, right, I, I just right. don't think they're going to have playoff success. I mean, could even um, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right, sticking in that division, Teddy, you were spot on with these guys, New England yeah. Patriots. Teddy, kick us off. Yeah, I, I just thought coming into this year, uh, I liked the Mac Jones pick. I thought he'd be the best rookie quarterback of the group. Uh, I don't know what the numbers are right now. Maybe he is. But uh, I just think Bill Belichick and uh, was going to get was going to prove why he you know I know he had Tom Brady for 20 years but he was going to prove why he's a great coach and he's a great defensive uh, mind and uh, this defense if you saw the game against Carolina they're the reason that they won that game uh, they made Sam Darnold look terrible which he is terrible but he's been coaching them up and they clawed their way up they're five and four right now only a half game back of the Buffalo Bills and they got to play them twice so. They're going to be built. Buffalo is going to be going into into uh, Gillette, into into Foxborough, in late December, and, and that's going to be an interesting one. You know, Belichick's going to have something cooked up for Josh Allen and those guys, and uh, I think that uh, they're going to remain competitive for the rest of this year and are going to be in real contention for uh, one of these uh, wild card spots, the six or seven. And you got to give props to Belichick here, one of his best coaching jobs, and that's what I felt coming into this year, and so far. So good. We'll see how it goes for the rest of the year for them. Yeah. Um. In short, I think you don't what, have to be short, bro. You can, you can, you can flex your I, flex your muscles I, a little I bit. I don't have a lot to say about the friggin' New England Patriots. Like, let's <laughs> let's be honest. Um, they. I think what what you see is what you get with them. I think they're around the five hundred team. They're going to stay competitive in the playoff hunt, but um. I think I think this year ultimately is more of the launch pad for next year for them because they are definitely a year ahead of schedule um, with their rookie quarterback. So I, I think it's I think it's too much too early, but I mean they're doing a heck of a job. So I I'm gonna say contender. I think they're making the playoffs. I think they're winning a playoff game, and I think they're gonna flirt wow. with the AFC Championship Woo-hoo. game. Listen, they can they going can to run. the AFC Championship game. I said I know. Fl- I think they're gonna flirt with it. I think oh, they're gonna. Wow. I, I think. Wow. I think. I think they're gonna win a first round playoff game, and I think they're gonna give the one or two seed a run for their money in that second round game. Listen, they can run the I football. Love it. I love it. They can. It doesn't matter who they have back there. It seems they they can run the football, which Very means true. they're keeping they're keeping the other quarterback off the field, whichever one of the top guy, whether it's Lamar, whether it's Josh Allen, whether it's Mahomes. So they're not getting the ball as much. They play great defense. I mean, we've seen that. I mean, they're the only team that's really slowed down uh, the Buccaneers. I mean, the Buccaneers, Brady's been slinging four or five touchdowns a game. You know, I know there was rain, but, man, they you know, they made them look incredibly average. And Mac Jones is just making throws. And, like, that's in the in Belichick's offense. That's all you need. You just need to make throws and not turn the ball over. And, again, they, they, they have such a balance of running the football, which in the cold weather and in the playoffs, like that, that controls games and that wins football games. So I, I, I think, I think the Patriots are legit. I like that. The only thing I'll say there is um, everything you said and everything we said does hinge on Mac Jones in the clutch. 
Um, and because sometimes to make the playoffs, but definitely in the playoffs, your quarterback will have to make a throw to win a playoff game or to go deep in the playoffs. And as a rookie, does he does he does he have the uh, wherewithal to do so? He might. I mean, we'll find out. Um, you know, it's kind of fun when these young guys come up and all of a sudden, like, they do have the cojones to, to make a big playoff throw. Um, yeah. Yeah, as a Niners fan, uh, I, I always wonder that with Jimmy Garoppolo. Could he make a throw when he needed to, you know? Yeah, so it's 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 interesting. So I, I'll just go with convention and say for a rookie quarterback, no. But it doesn't – I mean, we've seen it before. There are guys – It's it has been done. <laughs> yeah. Love it. All right, my next my next team here. We told we called them frisky. We called them pesky. Come, they've come back down to earth a little bit. The Cincinnati Bengals, Jo, contender or pretender at this point in the season? Uh soft contender. Um, I I think they ultimately do fall short. Um, mostly on the defensive side of the ball because no lead is that they have is safe apparently. Um. But um, I I just think with the Ravens, Steelers, and Browns all in contention, I I didn't pick them to make the playoffs in the beginning, and I still think they get swallowed up by by others in the division eventually. Um, and I, when we get to the 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 four week look ahead, you know they're one of my teams I have uh, kind of a star next to. Um, but I'll I'll say a soft contender, but ultimately fall short. Theo, I'll I'll say pretender. Um, I'll keep it short. Also, I just agree with Jordan's point where uh, the other three teams in the division I just think are the, a little bit better. Well, maybe not a little bit better, way better than them. Uh, like you said, especially defensively, and uh, they're kind of coming back down to earth. Uh, we we said maybe they're a year or two ahead of schedule. It looks like that you know they're going to come right back down to that to the where they should be, and and that's a, a you know this is kind of a launching pad for next year. So. I could see him winning a couple more games here and there, looking at the schedule. But as far as a playoff push, no, I'll keep him at pretender right now. All right. Uh, I know this will sound silly because they're six and two, but Baltimore Ravens. That's a great. It's a great. Come point. on now, Baltimore. Right. I I feel like this is a a good conversation. Like, and again, this is do we do you feel that at six and two, do you really do you do you feel that the Baltimore Ravens are Super Bowl? contenders teddy floor is yours all right i don't know if they're super bowl contenders but this year lamar's had to bring them back i think uh, i saw a stat that before this year he only had two fourth quarter game winning drives this year i think he's had four already and and that's uh because they played so many close games a couple overtime games a couple games where they you know came down to a late tucker field goal and uh, Lamar himself has said we got to learn how to start games that way, you know, and play 60 minutes. And uh, it doesn't matter. If you have a quarterback like him who's breaking all these rushing records, I think he just broke some record this past week, uh, most rushing yards for a quarterback in a season or something like that. I, you might have done that already previously. But uh, these these division games that are coming up, two with the Browns, two with the Steelers, uh, and, and, and those are going to be very important, you know, as it comes to where they're going to be seated in the playoffs. But uh, – I have them as a contender. I don't know about Super Bowl contender, but they're a contender for me. Uh, well, I don't know what they're contending for then, but um, <laughs> it's going to be funny in the later segment what I have with them. But 
The defense, uh, I'm, I'm going to say pretender, just because the defense just, it's not, it's, it should be better. Like, they just can't get stops. And what concerns me, when the def- if the defense isn't going to be able to get stops in the playoffs when teams kind of adjust to the threat of Lamar Jackson running the football. That we've seen the last couple of years in the playoffs, we've seen that where he's struggled where they've kind of they've had the Q, they've had successful QB spies and they've forced him to have to make more throws. Yeah, he's got one playoff win I think, right? Yeah, and it just but it's just the way that it's just the way that he's been beaten in those games. Like forget how they lost. Like if if he would if he would have played great and they lost, like it's the fact that they've kind of taken away they kind of take away that running, you know, the elusive running ability. Like they 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 bottle him up it seems to be in these playoff games. And if you're if they're not scoring the football and this defense isn't getting stops, like they're going to be in trouble because I don't I don't think they have enough offensive consistency running the football. I mean, their first three, you know, their first three string running backs all tore their ACLs, and outside of Hollywood Brown, they really don't have anything consistently on the outside. I, I I'm just I'm concerned, and again, it's more the in the defense that I, I feel like the defense is going to fail them and they're going to come up short. Jo. Um, so I'm going to totally flip flop from my feelings on them to start the year, which basically was everything what you just said, Drew, I'm saying major contender. Um, and I, I just like, here, here's their wins here. Right. And to your point, Drew, 36, 35, 19, 17, 31, 25, 34, uh, I'm sorry, uh, 34, 31. Um, and then they've been blown out by the Bengals, um, and they lost by six to the Raiders, which are two losses. But And, Teddy, to your point, it was his 1,200-yard rush game, which is the most by a quarterback. Uh, most 100-yard most rushing games by a quarterback. Um, okay. I mean, my, my again, my, brain's, my brain agrees with Drew, but my gut says that, like, they're just going to find a way to get it done. Like, like. All their running backs snapped their ACLs, still leading the division after eight weeks. Like, get behind in all these games. Like, they find they just find a way to win. And it's just – the question is how – like, that doesn't seem sustainable. And, like, how long can they keep doing that? But, like, my gut says, like, yeah, they're just going to dig deep and find a way to do it. And, like, is Lamar Jackson a great passer? He's, I don't, he's good enough most of the time. Like – like can can their tight end seriously just keep getting open when everybody knows that that's their main weapon? Yeah, Hollywood, he, Hollywood Brown's been doing pretty well this year he, too. He yeah. seems to keep getting open. Um, you know, can can Lamar Jackson really keep running and not take a hit? So far, and, and the, the other thing I'll say too is John Harbaugh is a great playoff coach. So like, I just feel like between Lamar Jackson's intangibles and the way and the like special teams. And the the intangibles that the team has been having so far, um, yeah, I mean they got the best kicker of all time, and then with with his coaching, just take them one round further than what you think that they're gonna do. So like okay. they, I think they're going to like I could easily see them in the AFC Championship game, and playoff Lamar, like maybe that thing comes back and like he just gets beat in the playoffs again. But like I don't know, man. I got this. I got this gut feeling that like this is the year where they just they just buck it all and like go to the afc championship game and maybe even win that so okay. i don't know I, I i'm saying contender all right all right and to round out this will be interesting and again i 
I, I wrote down the AFC West. <laughs> Do you is is there any team and this and we're not talking about the whole division, but is there any team that you really believe in in this division? For me, I don't believe in any of them. The, the to me, the Chargers have the best chance to. I think they'll win. They're all they're they're all basically tied. They're all five and three and five and four right now. I, I think the Chargers have the most complete team, so they'll likely still win the division. But I, I think whoever I think whoever wins this division is a one a one and done in the playoffs. Teddy, yeah, uh, I Justin Herbert, sh- you know, shook off the two losses to uh, the Patriots and that that route by Baltimore, and they came back and they got a nice victory over the Eagles. I know it was a close game, but uh, that's what you want your young quarterback to do to shake off two losses like that and come back and get a win. And I think if I had to pick one team, I'm going to agree with you. I think the Chargers are the most complete team uh, offensively. That that left side of the offensive line has gelled really well. Austin Eckler's uh, getting the run game going there. you got great weapons in Keenan Allen and uh, Mike Williams. And defensively, you know, they're doing just enough to uh, get their team into chances to win. So uh, i got to go with the Chargers out of that division as being the contender. But like you said, I don't think that whoever wins this division isn't going very far. Yeah, J.O.? Um, I, I agreed. I mean, if I, you know, if you, if you made me put a bet in today, I'll go Kansas city chiefs. Um, just take, take the team that you've seen do it before. Yeah. yeah just, they, they, they know oh, how to, away. they know how to, to win, but the chargers are the most well-rounded team. Um, I, I think Vegas would be the most fun team. Um, Maybe even Denver, they suck. but they suck. They've, and, they've lost to some shitty teams, man. I know everyone in their division has. So, like, well, what about Denver? Are we just writing off Denver? I mean, they go into Dallas and uh, <coughs> whoop them by 30 over there. So, uh, I mean, I know JO's never writing off Teddy <clears throat> Two Gloves. I know, no, that. I, I, I'm I, that's correct. I'm never writing off Denver. Is that defense um, good enough, even without Von yes. Miller, to uh, keep them competitive? Yes. Yeah, so that'll be interesting, okay. man. All these division games are going to be very interesting down the stretch here. Yeah. All right, so shifting to the NFC, Dallas Cowboys. I'm surprised you didn't bring up my Steelers. No, I, uh, I, you know what? We, the way I kind of looked at it, like some of these teams, um, I just, like, I don't know. If I didn't. All I, wanted I, to, all I wanted to say about the Steelers was I told everybody to relax. Big Ben doesn't just suck out of the blue. Like, he. <laughs> Like the this Steeler. is where if we had uh, if we had some editing skills, we we'd loop in Jordan saying R E L A X. Relax, <laughs> Co- yeah. correct. No, you're but right. we don't have editing skills. But um, um, I, I, yeah. all I'd say about them is though the the stat that everyone's pointing to is oh Roethlisberger gets rid of the ball faster than anybody in the league two point three seconds and I'm like yeah because they have shitty play calls and he just keeps <laughs> dump, jumping it off for one yard every time like let, let, that's luckily, the problem let, like the luckily problem they have that. Luckily, they have that stud Najee Harris we all talked about in the first pot and how great he was going to be. Like, like that's, right. that's going to be the Steelers' undoing. Is their play calling is pathetic. Like, anyway, that, yeah. I'll, I'll, we can move on. That's fine. Just, I mean, and the teams, the teams, the teams that I looked at were teams that actually moved the needle, not boring teams that I don't think are either. Wow! Wow! Shots fired. Oof. Any, care. any, any hoodles. Um yeah, so going to the NFC, the Dallas Cowboys, uh, they just became a little interesting because of, again, at home, absolutely routed by Teddy Two, Teddy Two Gloves. 
and uh, and the Denver Broncos. And yeah, to to the point, Teddy, you know, Dak's first game back. Did he come back soon? I think he looked good. I mean, his timing looked a little off, but uh, I was more concerned with the defense, which has been really good. Now they've been the defense to me has been timely defense. Is that the right thing? They've been opportunistic. They've they've gotten takeaways like digs, seven picks. But the big thing, you know, the thing that's funny about Diggs, which got highlighted in that Patriots game, he takes, he's kind of like Asante Samuel where he, you know, he's got good instincts and takes chances. And if he comes up with the ball, he's probably going for six the other way. But a lot of other times he's looking the wrong way and making the wrong play. And you're going, you're going for six on you for your end zone. So uh, I thought the Cowboys were an interesting and interesting, uh, team to pick here because last last pod for the last go for two we had these guys as the kings of the nfc and now you know what do we think about them today jo um <clears throat> man uh i'm not prepared on dallas i i don't know I, I i think i think they'll be fine but here's the problem and there's they have one fatal flaw in terms of being an actual contender Mike McCarthy. Mike McCarthy. Yeah. So I mean, <laughs> yeah. I, and, for, and for and for me, I I'm the same way. I think the I don't <clears throat> think the defense is going to be able to sustain how well they played early in the year, and so I I think the offense is definitely good enough to carry them to be contenders. But I think Mike McCarthy will get in his own way, and he won't feed the beast. And they'll be like, yeah, you know what? Let's let Dak just throw it fifty times. We don't need to. We don't. I we love. Don't, we don't, I love me some Dak. Um, I I had a buddy in call. Or I, I had a one of my buddies in Maryland uh, was a big Mississippi State fan, so I was following Dak in college. And the guy's just a flat out winner. I friggin' love Dak. Yeah, but Teddy. Crab cakes and football. You, that's what Maryland's all about. Yeah, that's, that's right. true. Crab cakes are amazing. But uh, I I don't I don't just. Mike McCarthy had Aaron Rodgers for years and screwed it up. Like, I, as much as I love Dak, like, I don't know. I, I think that's the fatal flaw. But anyway, sorry. Go ahead. What do you got? What about you, Teddy? I'll say contender. I agree that we, I think we all said it on the first pod that Mike McCarthy is going to be the uh, undoing of this team. He's the worst. Uh, it seems like he's the worst time management coach in the NFL. But uh, as long as these guys, I think I'm going to say this is a blip on the radar. The rest of that division is a joke. They're not even going to have any competition from the Eagles, the Giants, or Washington. And I think if you put them in a playoff race in a game against a team like the Rams or even the Packers or even Tampa Bay, who uh, in week one, I mean, they that game was very close. They could have easily won that game. I think that this defense will find a way, and as long as they feed the beast, uh, Dallas you know, can find a way to somehow at least get a playoff win and get to maybe get to the uh, divisional game there and uh, – See what they could do, but I'll, I'll put him as a contender. They want to starve him. They don't want to feed him, Ted. It's upsetting. You got to feed that guy. You have to feed him. It's too and good. Pollard. Too good. Yeah. Um. All right. We're going south. The New Orleans Saints. Teddy. Jekyll and Hyde, man. All year long with these guys. And now Jameis Winston, our boy, crab legs, he's gone towards ACL, unfortunately. Um. Trevor Simeon came in there and somehow salvaged the victory for them. Uh, they they just came off. Uh, no, they lost, Ted. Ted, they no, lost. Well, the, the game that they came in, that Simeon came in. Oh, oh the Buccaneers oh, game. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you meant this fast week. I was like, Ted. Yeah, they, that they, was an impressive win. They, over lost, the Bucks. they lost at the buzzer. 
Yeah, they lost to Atlanta, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Scordero so had a 60-yard catch in the last, like, 30 seconds. Yeah, I, th- I think uh, they'll still find a way. Just because it's crazy, if you look at beyond the division winners in the NFC and maybe the Rams, the other two wildcard spots are up for grabs, you know, amongst a plethora of teams here, the Saints, the Falcons, the Vikings, even Seattle and the Niners are still in the running. But everybody, dude, there's there, the, 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 NFC, the NFC, you might as well call you might as well call everybody below 500, the below 500 it, conference, because they're all there, gonna, but they're all still in the running. Yeah, the six and seven seeds are going to be very interesting, but I think the Saints, uh, all right, if, if you're going to say are they a Super Bowl contender, uh, uh, no, I'm going to say they're a pretender, but I think they'll, they'll make for their For these there. guys, it's more playoff, but like it's, yeah, it, there's I, levels. Like for, That's why for Baltimore, you know, yeah. when you laugh, come on, they're six and two. It, it, for me, that's more, are they are they championship caliber a team? Like, I, I for think the they Saints, still have, yeah. I think they still have a top defense. They play They play in the Superdome. That defense is going to, you know, make it difficult for a lot of teams that come in there. And, uh, you know, I think Peyton's got, got a quarterback there in Trevor Simeon that uh, knows the offense. And Taysom Hill's going to be back. So uh, they'll get their gadget player back. So I, I like the Saints to make the playoff still. Jail. Oh, uh, to make the playoffs, I don't know, maybe – they they have such a cushion already that they don't need to win a ton more games to make the playoffs. Um, so that's a thing. But they're 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 toast. I mean, Bro, they, they, are... they had they had friggin' they had friggin' Drew Brees, like, and they they couldn't they couldn't do Jack Squad. So now like they're gonna try and ride like the the two headed monster of Trevor Simeon and Taysom Hill. Like, I, <laughs> no, I'm good. You, you, I'm good. You, you could have them. <laughs> you're, uh, you're giving me chills today. Your, your content is so on point, Jo, and so, and so good. I'm, I'm getting literal goosebumps every time you, you, every time, every time you, you open that's, your mouth to the pod today. You are just rocking. That, it. That's, that's, that's the steroids, Drew. That's, that's you are, incredible. you are rocking it. Oh, that's, that's God. whatever medicine they got you on. Jesus, Jesus. Oh God. At least, at least someone did their homework. Um. I I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna say pretenders. I just that that those quarterbacks just aren't gonna get it done. As much as I love Kamara, as much as I think the defense is better than they get credit for, I uh, I I don't I think they're gonna miss out. And that brings us to the NFC West and Teddy's favorite quarterback in the NFL, Matthew Stafford, and the Los Angeles Rams. Teddy, where do we stand on the Rams today? Similar I, I know, to man. similar to Baltimore. Yeah. Are are these guys Super Bowl legit Super Bowl <sighs> contenders? Uh, I, you know what? After watching this game against Tennessee, I don't know what to say anymore because Stafford made some mind-boggling throws. Wait, uh, wait, 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 know, wait, 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 Matthew Stafford did Matt, that. The Matthew Stafford, <laughs> the you man mean, I've talked up for many weeks Matt? here on this podcast. With that, or Matt. Same right. guy? It had it, ha- it had to be their backup quarterback that was in the end zone, <laughs> and instead of just taking a two point safety, just threw yeah. it an errant like pass to 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 the other team for a pick six. Right? That couldn't have been Matthew Stafford. No, right? that was that was Matthew Stafford. Okay, right. man, I'm, I'm man, shocked. Man, I'm listen, shocked. They're still seven and two. Um, <laughs> yeah, they, they they made the all in move as they uh, on Twitter. Their Twitter handle came out, so we're going all in. Oh, with Von Teddy, Miller, Teddy KGB gift, but uh, they trade for Von Miller. He's there for one reason and one reason only. I mean, I don't think he's the same player he once was. 
once he once he's cleared from this ankle injury, he's going to come in there and uh, help them out for some of these playoff playoff matches matchups. I don't think it matters right now what goes on in the regular season. This team's clearly going to get you know obviously going to have that first wild card still alive for the division, but I'm going to still say I'm going to stand behind them. I'm going to say contenders. I think Stafford. Uh, is going to have to find a way here to get some uh, division victories and uh, prove that, you know, that was just a fluke game against Tennessee. Otherwise, they're going to make me look bad. So uh, I'm going to stay <laughs> and say contenders. Yeah, because they, they've been they've been beaten. They've, they've had a pretty soft uh, schedule here to start. The they, year. Have. Um, they have. I'm going to I'm going to stay say contender. And I, I think the defense is getting a bad rap. People were trashing the defense last week but i mean stafford put them in some really shitty positions to start the to start the to start some drives um i was going back and looking at some of their scores like they they the defense has played pretty well and then you know i it's not maybe it's not you know like the vaunted uh you know baltimore ravens defense that we've had come to know in this last decade but i mean they're, they're pretty solid and i think i think as long as they can just mcveigh can get into Stafford's head. Like, I, I, no one's going to solve him making the inevitable picks, you know, interception in a big spot. That's just who he is. But like, they gotta, they gotta stop forcing it. I think they force it a little too much to Cooper cup and they don't look, he, he doesn't go through the offense with the other guys with Robert Woods, with uh, Van Jeff, with all those other weapons. Cause that's what makes, like the the McVeigh offense so good that all these guys should be getting the space. You're spreading the ball around so much they don't know who to stop. It seems yeah. like he forces so much to cut and cup and cup is so good at running routes that he just gets he he's catching all these balls. But you know they got to get in the end zone. They got to score touchdowns. Um, I if you know, remember uh, the, the their Super Bowl run. I mean. That was that was with a great running game behind Todd Gurley. Yeah, which they so, don't have. They don't have. They don't have. Yeah, they don't have the running game. They they should get a little more balance, like you said. They're force feeding it to Cup. But I that's why I'm saying they ha- they have the talent. Now. Like Woods is good, man. Like that, that's when they started trying yeah. to get back into that game. Like they were getting Woods the ball. It's like yeah, don't like, don't just don't be you know so settled, Cooper Cup. And that's a, not just me saying that as a Robert Woods fantasy owner. He's just good. Like you just need to you know like, Stafford needs to get that out of his head that you know. Now he's got his favorite target, like with Megatron. Like, oh, I gotta find him, find him, find him. Like, get hit the open receiver, move the chains. Jo. Yeah. Um, Bring us so, home, baby. Finish. Keep this hot streak of yours going right now. I was gonna say, um, catching all the balls. That reminds me of your senior year. But um, oh, oh. the uh, I will say contender as well. I'm 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 gonna change my tune on them from the beginning of the year. Um, I, look, teams, like, not everybody is Tom Brady where you just like, yeah, we're going to go 14-2 and two every year. Like, teams lose games, and sometimes they, they have crap games. Um, the, the thing that the Rams have, which very few teams can match, is Aaron Donald. And at some point Oof. down the stretch, it's... It's it's an if, but probably not that big of a stretch. Aaron Donald, the games are going to get meaningful, and Aaron Donald is going to, if he could just find that MVP level, that's a game changer, a big friggin' game changer. And with those type of supporting players, Jalen Ramsey, Vaughn Miller, etc., 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 and he can just be freed up to do his thing, like... 
that is a weapon that nobody else can match. Um, so to your point, Drew, like Sean McVay just needs to have Matthew Stafford be the best version of himself. And that's going to include a couple weird plays here and there, but um, they're still major contenders, major. Uh, so uh, I, uh, the way it's come together is way better than what I expected at the beginning of the year. So heck yeah, they're, 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 Probably. And it's it's all or nothing for them because of all these draft picks they traded away. Exactly. Von Miller yeah. Now. So like, this I, is and like, I love when teams do that. Like, go for yeah. it. Like, if you're going to do it, to. go for it. Yeah. Love it. All right, that rounds us out for the contenders, uh, pretenders section. That was uh, that was interesting. Got some got some good stuff there. Um, <clears throat> so that's going to bring us now to the sink or swim. So for the next four weeks, who are some of the teams that it's sink or swim time? Uh, I, I've got I've got a a slew of teams, but let's uh let's you guys go through who you've uh, who you've got and you want to talk about first, and then I'll uh, I'll volley in if you don't catch any of mine. Jordan, why don't you give us one first here? Sure. Um. So a couple in terms of the sink or swim. Um. Just to rattle off the the games, Atlanta's what four and four, right? Yep. So they're this week they're at Dallas. Home against New England at Jacksonville, and then home versus Tampa Bay. If I mean, I think what they got to try and do here is go two and two, and just extend their season, right? So I, yep. I think I think that's what they got to try and do there. Um, next next team, I'll say Denver, uh, home versus Philly, by home versus Chargers at Kansas City. So two big division games coming up. They got to try and split those, and then if they could beat Philly. And if they go two and one in the next four weeks, like guess what? They're still in the picture. Indy, who we said is probably going to try and turn it around mid mid year, was our prediction at the beginning of the year. So they go, their their buys not to week fourteen. So they got Jacksonville at home, at Buffalo, home versus Tampa Bay at Houston. Big stretch. So, honestly, at at where they are and where the 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 Titans are, they like they're looking at this probably two and two. They need to do better than two and two. Yeah, three and three. It's and gonna one be tough for gonna... them to get back into the division race, though. Yeah, they're gonna have to beat Jacksonville. Well, even even some of these other AFC teams, Teddy. They they yeah. really need to get, beat Jacksonville and Houston, and then steal one at Buffalo or at home versus Tampa Bay. Yeah, those yeah. are must wins. And just to, I mean, they they had Baltimore and Tennessee and just blew those games, man. Poof. Yeah. Could have um, been. Minnesota here uh, in week 10, they have at Chargers, home versus Green Bay, at San Francisco, at Detroit. Three out of the next four games are on the road. Uh, granted, one's at Detroit, but – and then their home game is Green Bay. Man, whew, I don't know. There's, it's, they might be s- sinking, right? Um, and then just to round it out. That plus, um, they still got that plus three point differential. I yeah, I wonder if San Francisco. I don't. Uh, did they? Jo- Jordan's uh, taking all my teams that I wanted. To oh, yeah, George is rattling off. You want to? You want to? You want to? Yeah, well, I'm just rattling. Yeah, I'm pretty just much. Kidding. Rams at Jacksonville. Uh, yeah, I got, Rams I got them at Jacksonville, here. Minnesota, Seattle. I don't know if two and two keeps them in it, Teddy. What do, what do you think on the Rams? And, and the well, the Niners. The the problem with the Niners. Oh yeah, is, the Niners. Sorry, yeah. I don't know if you saw the stat. Uh, so they're zero and eight in their last eight home games. They haven't won oh a my home gosh. game. 
They, they have not won a home game in front of fans since they beat the Packers in the NFC Championship game to get to the Super Bowl. And that's because Jeez. they had – they had three games in Arizona last year because of COVID, so technically, you know, they weren't really home for Oh, my for, gosh. But they, I totally forgot that was the Packers, another yeah, another, yeah. another NFC Championship game. So the, so the Niners just, just can't win at home, and it's and it's uh, mind-boggling to me. But, like, you just uh, you just laid out the games here, the next four. The Rams, they're home, Monday nighter. The Jaguars, the Vikings, Seattle. Two of those are at home. Even if they go 2-2, two and two, which that's, I guess, best-case scenario for them, if you look at the NFC wildcard race, you win a couple of these games, you're still kind of in it. But this is just really to extend their season. Go 2-2, two and two, get to 5-7, and seven, I guess, and then worry about your last four or five games and see what you can do, see how the standings play out. But this game against the Rams, I have a feeling they're going to get blown out the doors. You know, <laughs> Rams are going to come in there and destroy them. The defense on, on, for the Niners this year is just not the same. I, I think ever since Robert Sala left – uh, they tra- they let DeForest Buckner go to Indy. That defense is not the same as it was in 2019, even with some of the talent they have there. And then you uh, probably agree with me. If that happens, it's turn out the lights. The, the party's, party's over. over. Yeah, they that, I, say that all good things must end. Little old school Monday Night Football. <laughs> there it is, Robert Meredith. Uh, I love it, but no, I I agree. But as long as they, if if they can go two and two and get some wins here, they could still kind of maintain for that seven seed. But it's just not looking good for me this year. I'm, 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 I don't know, you know, if Jimmy Garoppolo is the answer anymore. Do they just switch over to Trey Lance at this point? When do uh, John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan go on the hot seat? Because right now that Super Bowl run's looking like the aberration. If you look at their years that they've been there since 2017, every year but that year in 2019 has been pretty bad. They've had a lot of injuries. They're, 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 they're they both have contracts until 2025. Are they going to get that? time to rebuild this thing if, if things go off the rails this year so sink or swim for the Niners definitely Wait, for the next I, four Don games. Meredith what did I say Don uh, you said uh Paul Meredith maybe I said Robert or something Robert yeah, Don yeah. Meredith, yeah. <laughs> Drew what do you got any any other sink or swim teams here that you're looking at what do you is that did J.O. literally take well, all J-O, your teams well J- no J.O. Well, I've just laid it out there I mean what, what are your guys thoughts on those ones I laid out yeah let know. me see here J-O I had I, I, teams I had all those teams. Teddy, while you look that up, I, I've got one team that I have that I think you would kind of be shocked at. I, I have the Packers, and I have the Packers because and it's a little different now that if Rodgers is back this week. But this is more for the fact that, Teddy, you brought up, like they could lose that bye, which is kind of important now because there's only one. Yeah, They're at Seattle, right, with going oh, against Russell, against Russell Wilson's first uh, – First game back. That's home, they, Drew. Sorry, home. Sorry, home game without Rodgers potentially. Uh, the Vikings, who listen, they're you know they're their point differential is only it's only three. Like they're not they're not an awful team. Like that's that's a game. They're in every game. Uh, and if you're not if you don't have Aaron Rodgers behind the helm, like that's tough. Then they have the Rams and then the Bears. So like those are well, four tough games, and, and I guess now again they're going to beat the week, Bears. Week thirteen the is their bye, so they, they agree. Have and when three I, out of the when next I, four. When I made when I made the, I made this list last night, so like that's I I I thought that Rodgers was going to get suspended at least a game. So this is where I was kind of like, dude, they could they could seriously get be out of reach of the the bye. So for me, it's not making the playoffs. It's you know that bye week, which I think is really important now that there's only one. All right, so I I, I did a little look see of the standings here for sink or swim, and uh, a lot of these AFC teams, you know. 
the West and the North, all, both divisions are super tight. So a lot of these games are uh, going to come down to, you know, these head-to-head matchups. How about that's why? Yeah, and I left I, I left a lot of the, the tight divisions off because I just yeah. figure like you know what I mean. Well, how like about you're the Cleveland split. Browns? How about the Cleveland Browns? I had them coming in this year. I thought they were going to go twelve or thirteen wins and run away with this division. They're sitting out, uh, I believe, five and four. Five and four. Yeah. Yeah. They got New England, Detroit, Baltimore. Got a bye, and then Baltimore off the bye again. So uh, that those are four Is games. That, in I, the next... I've never. I don't remember that ever happening. Has that ever happened where yeah, you no, play they, the same team back to back? Yeah. No, they they do that now. It's kind of a schedule quirk that occasionally you see it. They'll you'll play a team, you'll have a bye, and you'll you'll play them again. It's happened uh, a couple times since. Yeah, I don't. The, remember, uh, I don't remember that either. No, I, I could probably go back and find some instances. It's I'll rare... take your word. I'll take your word for it. You're it's, an honest yeah. guy. It's a rare thing, but that those are bi- four big games right there for the for the Cleveland Browns. I mean, uh, you'd think they get the win in Detroit. They got to get this one in New England because those Baltimore games are going to be very tough. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, but, another another uh, team I had was uh, I had the Saints. They're next for kind of the same reason. Like they're sitting there at five and three. You know, a lot of teams in the NFC are still kind of lurking. And their next four games are Tennessee, Philadelphia, Buffalo, and Dallas. So, like, two and two is what they, at a minimum, they need to go. But to start, if they're going to really separate themselves and take, you know, take the, either try to really vie for, vie for the division seriously or lock up one of those six, you know, those five, six, or seven seeds, I think, I think they got to go three and one and pull up, upset either Buffalo or Dallas. I agree with that. Yeah, yeah. In terms of getting for the buys, yeah. I did have. You have any other teams? To, I did have one more. Not sink or swim, but just some big games to circle on the schedule. But All go right. ahead. I I think as much as I I and I've I've said that I think they're gonna make make a lot of noise here. I I think the next four weeks are critical for the Patriots because they have you know if we think Buffalo is gonna right the ship and win that division, they're gonna be in that hunt with. A ton of other teams with the in the AFC West and the AFC North, and they have Cleveland, Atlanta, Tennessee, and Buffalo. So that's a big, it's big, a big four yeah. games for them right there. It's you know what I mean. You're playing you know Cleveland. <clears throat> so let's take out Atlanta, right? I mean Cleveland, Tennessee, and Buffalo. I mean right yeah. now those are all teams that are in the hunt, rock solid. You go one and three, you you're, you're yeah, out of it. You, yeah, you're out. Yeah, like yeah. You're, that's where you pretty, find out if Mac Jones is yeah. uh, gonna make the big plays. That's where you're yeah. gonna find out. Yeah, so here's yeah, so that's the the Pats are my uh, my last one that I have for that. What are the what are the big games you guys got circled here in the next four weeks? I got uh, how about this one for for uh, Thanksgiving night Bills and Saints Thanksgiving Ooh. night. Uh, you know, after you recover from the turkey all day, that that's a huge game for both both teams there. Mainly because Buffalo is going into the Superdome, and uh, if like you said, if they're gonna right the ship. This is the spot where I said Josh Allen's going to have to make a big play or have a big game and have a big moment against a top defense, and this might be the spot right here. So I have that one highlighted uh, as week, one that I'm looking at right now. What week is the Thanksgiving game? That's week 12. That's week 12. Okay. I just looked at that one real quick. I got a couple more, but you could go, you could go Jordan. Da- Dallas versus Vegas on, on Thanksgiving week 12. That's, that's, that's an interesting game. That's a good one right there. Um, honestly, I'm kind of interested to see Arizona at Seattle week 11. So that's that's not this week, but the following week is Kyler Murray back. That Russell Wilson will be back. So th- does that kind of springboard Seattle and like can they get back in it at all if, if that gets them to five hundred? 
Um, highly unlikely, but you know, is that a, a a trip up for Arizona? Again, we're talking about buys and th- stuff yeah. for them. We um, haven't talked about Russ. I don't know if Drew wants to get to it a little later, but uh, is it too little, too late for them? I mean, can they make a pro- run here with uh, is, are, are Arizona they, and LA too far ahead? Yeah, they can, but like not, not. I don't, I don't. They can, they could get competitive, but I think it's too, too, too far gone at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, other games have circled. Uh, Cincinnati versus Pittsburgh in week 12. I got and, that one too. Yeah. And then also Pittsburgh, uh, versus Baltimore in week 13. So Pittsburgh has some big time games coming up here. How about, um, uh, week 13 Patriots and bills Monday nighter. That's a huge one right there. Night. Yeah. That's, that's a big one. That's a huge one. Yeah. Um, and Tennessee, I've got... Tennessee at new England week 12 was, was a big one. That's a big one. Yep. I have, uh, week 10, which is this coming Sunday, Chiefs and Raiders is intriguing to me because I think this is going to determine who's that second-best team behind the Chargers in the division. And the Raiders last year, if you remember, uh, split the games with Kansas City. So they know how to beat this team. And if Kansas City wants to claw their way back into it, they're going to have to win this one. So that's an intriguing one to me. That sticks out. Yeah, and I think think we've pretty much covered it between – the the sink and sink or swim and then a, a, a big game circled on the schedule yeah um green bay my, and la is a big one too yeah i, I, I was going to mention that one yeah, yeah. um the, yeah and uh, here here's something to keep in mind um tampa bay's next four uh at washington home versus the giants at indy at atlanta like like if things go poorly, two and two. Like yeah, they they should sweep all all four like of they, those games. Yeah, like like they, they just pretty easy. Like they they might lose one, maybe. So anyway, um, that's that's all I got there, guys. Cool, cool. Let's gonna shift to our recalibrated playoff predictions. So we're gonna go back to the AFC, the NFC. We're gonna pick our seven teams. I'm gonna go first, guys. You mind? I'm gonna I'm gonna take Absolutely. the NFC go first. Four is yours. I love it because I got I I got I got feisty when I picked my NFC teams in the preview, and they were looking great. And then uh, Sam Darnold turned back into friggin' Sam Darnold. Huh. So my four division winners, I think I'm still I'm I'm holding with Dallas, Green Bay, Tampa Bay, Arizona. I had making the playoffs. I got them as a division winner now. My three wild cards, the Los Angeles Rams, the Seattle Seahawks make a run. Wow. wow. <laughs> they're going to make a run. That's everybody, a run. Dude, everybody in the NFC, they're all just like three and six and four, three and six, four and four, five. Yep. Like, there's no space there. When I look at the schedule, hey, I like it. That makes Russ me look is good. coming back. And this one's you're gonna shit your pants, but you think you think Jo's been giving you goosebumps this whole podcast with his with his earth shattering like analysis and his like can't miss hits. Atlanta Falcons. Oh wow, I like it. I I actually was gonna say the New York Giants, and I threw up in my mouth, and uh, I I'd, I'd rather I'd rather be wrong and take the Falcons. Hey man, I like the outside the box picks here. You know what? The, like the like the yeah, that that third wild card. I mean, somebody has to. T- there's going to the be Fal- some Fal- shitty team that gets it. The like- Falcons have been better than their record shows, and I know that's every team, right? Like you got to close games out. I I think they're winning. They've won some of these close games here the last couple weeks that they lost early on. I'm gonna take the Falcons. Teddy, okay. What's your NFC teams? 
NFC, I'm going to stick with, uh, well, originally we all know the infamous, uh, I had Washington winning this thing. But, uh, <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to go with the Niners. No, no. Well, <laughs> Dallas is winning the, the is going to win the East. Uh, I got Arizona winning the West. Green Bay, Tampa Bay, those are given, both of those. My wild cards, no, nothing crazy here. The Rams are my top wild card. I love the Saints. See, I, I know you're not big on them. You're big on Atlanta. I okay. think the Saints are going to be that wild card team. And then the seventh spot. I got to keep this going because I need my Super Bowl pick to stay alive, and I'm going to be a homer. I'm going to say the 49ers. You're staying with <laughs> So, so you, they're playing the Rams this week, and you just yep. said they're going to get destroyed. So they they're are. Gonna, they're going to they're gonna come back from being 3-6 and yeah. six and make the playoffs. Because, because, like you, because if you look at it, like we said, that seven seed is right now, if you look at it, a team that's 3-5 and five is is uh, probably in the seventh spot, or Atlanta's there at 4-4. Four and four. Are, there, are, there, are they on the road the rest of the year? <laughs> I hope so, but uh, <laughs> I'm gonna say that I like it. I like. I'm it. say they're gonna go three. They're gonna go get to that three and six spot, and then somehow find their way to the seven seed. I love it, Jo. What do you What do you got? Um. Okay. Just to run down the division. So Dallas, uh, to take that division, I, I'm not taking anybody else from that division. Um, Green Bay to win the North. I'll, I'll come back to that division. Tampa Bay to win the South. Cardinals. Or Rams. I don't know which one of those is going to win, but one of those teams will win the division. The other one will be the wild card, okay. which, which leaves two wild card spots open. The, and again, the Saints have have the jump on everyone at five and three, and then everyone else sucks. Um, so those last two spots, um, I like your Falcons pick. That's a good one, um, which leaves one more. I like your Seattle pick. Um, but I just, I just want to put a star next to the Minnesota Vikings. <laughs> there it is, the Dalvin Cook baby. Because I, I will, I will take a bullet for Dalvin Cook. Um, I think they got a brutal schedule. I think I was well, looking at them I, I too. Have, did you hear this? Wait a minute. Uh, did you hear the story that just came out? With I was going to say, I have to say, since we've been recording, it's come out here that um, he's under investigation for beating his. Girlfriend, no. I guess. No, 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 no. That's what I thought too. He is the victim of domestic abuse. Dalvin Cook. I thought he, the girlfriend posted pictures of her being beat up. No, uh, no. Uh, the story. Uh, I looked at it again. Unless I misread it, the story is that Dalvin Cook is the victim of domestic abuse. So I, he is the victim. I think you misread that. I'm gonna check it out again. I'm gonna look right now. Yeah. But yeah. Go ahead while I'm looking it up. <laughs> um. So, like, I don't want to take the Vikings because, like, I just keep sounding foolish. But, like, my gosh, when you can run the ball like that and, like, your your weapons are Adam Thielen and Justin Jefferson, like, and I know Drew likes to rag on the defense, but, like, they're, they're just as good as anybody that, like, they're not, like, a top three. But after you get past the top three okay. or four defense in the league, they're just as good as anybody else, like – Okay, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't make fun of the defense. I'm just saying it's not this. It's, 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 it's living. It's like Trevor Ariza right now. It's like it's living on its reputation. It's not what it was. Yeah, so, no, I, I, I agree with that. Yeah, Jordan, you were right. I, I misread it because there's a lot okay. of articles. But, 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 <laughs> but there is, but no, no. But check this out. There is a story on Pro Football Talk, which to me is the number one news source, one of the news top news sources. So Dalvin Cook has also coming out, and he contends that he's the victim. He's actually the victim of domestic abuse and, and extortion. 
So he's he's uh, denying this and saying that he's actually the victim here and not the other way around. And obviously, the ex-girlfriend has come out and posted pictures. So this sounds like it could get ugly. Uh, and hopefully, I mean, I don't know what's going to happen here. He, if he's not with the team, you're, the Vikings don't really have a shot then, right? Um, I don't know. Madison's okay, is serviceable. He um, is. He's okay. He's a good fill-in. So I, I guess I would – I, I don't know. I hate making picks because I suck. So I'll just I'll just I'll take them, bro. Roy, keep rolling with them. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm it's not it's not crazy. I just I just thought their schedule was too hard. Um, what, compared yeah, to the other, the other the other the other teams. Da- Dalvin at. for life, Vikings. Take them, baby. Seven seed. I, I, you got the Vikings. I got the Niners. Drew's got Seattle over here in Atlanta. So why not? And and we all just piss off on New Orleans. Or no, you have you have New Orleans. I have New there. Orleans because well, because I'm I'm I'm, ta- I'm taking the better quarterbacks. Yeah. Okay. Fair. Trevor 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 Simeon's not uh Well, we don't know if Taysom Hill's going to get some playing time eventually. Uh, yeah, yes, so. I taste I think Taysom Hill's gimmicky enough to 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 get yeah. him there. I just I just wanted my Vikings. All right. AFC. I'm you know, I I like I I liked what I was doing there. I I I did a good job setting you this. Go stage, for it, so Drew. Gonna, you go for it. You go, girl. Keep, I'm going to keep I'm going for I'm going for two on this one, boys. Go for two. Uh three. all right. AFC division winners. Buffalo, Baltimore, Tennessee, I'm going to give the Chargers the AFC West because I think they have the easiest schedule left of the three team, the other they the do. other uh, three that are in there. So I stuck with the Chargers. I stuck with the Chiefs just because I wanted to keep my Super Bowl prediction alive. Um, so I at least put them in there, even though I didn't actually pick them to make the Super Bowl. So I guess it doesn't even make sense. Um, and the two wildcard teams, I've got the Cleveland Browns and I've got the New England Patriots. I like it, man. I love the New England pick. Teddy? Uh, I got the Buffalo Bills, the Baltimore Ravens, the Tennessee Titans, and the Chargers as my division winners. I agree with that. The Chargers, I believe, just have the easier schedule yeah. of those four teams. My wild card picks, the Cleveland Browns, the Raiders, and the Patriots. God, the Raiders I was, stink. I had, up until we recorded this, I had Pittsburgh – and then you had me going back and looking at the schedules, and I'm really liking where, what you said about New England. I believe in them as well. So I, I gave the Patriots the nod over Pittsburgh. Okay. Sorry, sorry, Jordan. No, that's fine. Don't I apologize. Mean, so, somebody has to be wrong. <laughs> um, yeah. So for me, I will go – I'm going to say the Bills duct tape it together enough to, to hold off the Patriots in that division. Um, boy, the AFC North – Flip a coin, eh? Um, I picked the Browns at the beginning of the year. I'll, I'll, I'll stick with the Browns, um, but realistically, it could easily be... Uh, you know what? No, Ravens. Ravens to win that. Titans to win this, uh, the South. And then I'm going to say Chiefs to win the West. Okay. Ooh. And then, so for the wild cards, um, I'm going to go with Steelers, Browns, and... Well, didn't you pick mm. the Browns to win the division? No, I picked. No, nah, he picked switched. He forgot the Ravens. Okay, okay. Steelers, Browns, and uh, I'm not going to pick the Patriots. I'm going to say. Uh, I know what you're picking. Just for funsies, let's. No, I can't do it. I can't do it. Let's the Chargers. Uh, I was going to say you, you, I, you, I, you, I, you had you had Indy. the Chargers last uh, last time around. I, was I did, yeah. I sorry, sorry, sorry for not. So I, I did that on the fly a little bit. If you could, obviously you could tell. But, yeah, I could uh, tell. 
Wait, you um, mean you you weren't actually prepared for that segment? <laughs> no. I, I thought I thought you were we, going with the Colts, Jordan. I thought I thought he might go there too. Oh, you know what? I I I knew who I wanted to pick, but I was like, oh, don't change it on the fly. Don't change it on the fly. And I was like, <laughs> uh, always okay, go with uh, your gut instinct, man. All yeah. Right, so, uh, and my Super Bowl pick. This is hilarious because I called them pretenders. Uh, I'm taking the Ravens and the Packers. I'm sticking with the Packers, but I'm gonna have the oh, Ravens boy. get in the Super Bowl. You got the Ravens getting in there now? <laughs> yeah, even though so I think what, they're a what is going on? I don't. Get uh, it. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, and I, and I, I got. I'm gonna stick with Green Bay winning it. Last hashtag last dance. So Rogers can get up there and just start like saying the most ridiculous things and telling everybody just to like blow them. <laughs> Teddy, what do you what do you, what do you got for the Super Bowl? Uh, I'm going to stick with the Bills in the AFC. Uh, and then, obviously, I'm Niners? not going. I'm, no, I'm no longer going with the <laughs> Niners in the Super Bowl. I wish. I, uh, I'm going to go Buffalo and Tampa Bay. And I think uh, Josh Allen gets it done. All right. MVP. Doubling down. J.O., Super Bowl. Um, Gosh, I don't know. I, that was pretty good, you know. Right, you, kinda, you, I, everyone like gosh, the inflection, the gosh, it was pretty. Like if you actually had a cool voice, like maybe maybe uh, that wouldn't well, actually bring know, it home. If I, I like if I, yeah, if I had a cool voice, longer arms, and was taller, I wouldn't be doing this right now. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go Rams and uh, wow, the Rams, wow, <laughs> to- total. I guess it is. If if Aaron does if Aaron Donald gets to MVP level, which I think he will, and and that's how how do you beat Tom Brady over the years? With the defense, but hey, Aaron Donald no, had no, his not chance. with the defense specifically. Aaron Donald had his chance against Tom specifically. Brady. Pass rush Just through you the have, A gaps, through the spe- A gaps. Specifically, yes, you have the, you get pressure on him without blitzing. Exactly, and through that's the A-gaps. what that's what the Rams can do. Um, and they got, uh, and yeah, I know he had a shot like what, four years ago when Tom Brady was a spry 41 years old. Now he's 45. <laughs> so, um, I just, I'm going to take the Rams and I, I really like your Baltimore pick, but that division is so crazy. The odds of taking somebody, I, I just don't want to do that. So I'm going to say, I'm going to stick with the bills. Okay. Boom. All right. I love it. Um, all right, who's who we got through nine weeks MVP Jordan? Uh, I mean the answer is Tom Brady, and I, I don't I don't know who else you could even pick at this point. I, I concur. I think he's. Uh... I third that. Oh yes, Teddy's come to the good side. It's, you've, it's you've impossible given, you've, uh, to pick anybody else. You've, I mean, Derrick Henry was close, um, just because what he was doing was incredible. But yeah, now he's um, out. Now he's out and. Apparently they don't need him to beat good teams. And, uh, and, yeah, and so pre, and Josh pre, and so, and Kyler Murray have kind of fallen off. Rogers say, have fallen off, right? You guys have come come uh, come to my side. Joe, you had you had Russell obviously. Uh, Russell he got hurt, so that's out. And Teddy, you were the Josh Allen bandwagon there for the yep. the first eight weeks. So, yep. I love it. I love it. What about defensive player of the year, Ted? I I think I got to go Miles Garrett. I mean, ah, oh, you bastard! I should have went first. I mean, he's sitting at ten and a half sacks, right? I mean, that, twelve sacks, I think. I uh, was twelve. Yeah, he might have. Oh yeah, that's wow. right. He got a he got a couple more this week. That's right. So yeah, I mean, he's got he's the reason that this defense and the Browns even have a, a five and four record. So uh, I I got to give him the nod. Yeah, so I went with two. Jo. Um, well, what we said, uh, what's his name down in Washington, 
was going to be yeah. in it, and boy, that 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 was way terrible. off. I was but the way two, off. <laughs> that was way Is off. Washington the, still in the NFL? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't know. Um, they don't even have a team name for crying out loud, so that just tells you how much they suck. But the um, the two guys I mentioned after that were Miles Garrett and T.J. Watt, and just because you guys went Miles Garrett, I'm going to just go T.J. Watt. He just continues to be That's a good force. Pick. Now he missed a game, so I mean that might hurt his overall stats, but he just had three sacks on Monday night against the Bears. He's he's I love watching that guy play. He's incredible. So I'll yeah, just go with the Homer pick and and one of my preseason picks, and I'll, I'll just say T.J. Watt. Love it. I love it. All right. Although uh, is none of us going to take um, old pick sixer from down in Dallas. I I had I, I I just seeing what Garrett's been doing in the twelve sacks. I I bumped him over Diggs. Yeah, and I think there. the digs to my to the point that I was trying to make, like he he's got that Asante Samuel vibe where it's like, you know, he's 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 so good at you know getting picks and going the other way, but you know the other half of the time he's getting just absolutely you know burned. Yeah, uh, you would you could see though where he's like one or two more pick sixes away from having the inside track though. Yeah, that's no, fair. Oh, definitely, it's fair. Uh. Eddie, before I do the two-minute drill, any uh, any other closing thoughts for the first eight weeks or what's to come here from you, uh, you two gents? Go ahead, Jordan. In Dalvin, we trust. <laughs> is that is that, <laughs> is that that's what you got out of the first eight weeks? I, I just love Dalvin Cook. I don't know if I mentioned that before. I think and you if you catch me off guard, Dalvin Cook's just going to come out of my mouth. So. Go Dalvin, Teddy. Just, just that uh, the Super Bowl hangover can be a real thing. Uh, 49ers Chiefs are proof positive of that. I mean, they kind of spent the offseason trying to fix one thing when they didn't realize that they had issues in, uh, you know, in other areas. And the rest of the league will catch up to you. And that, that, that's what's good about this league. Every week, different, different uh, season, almost every single week, like we talked about before. That's what I love about it. Yeah, I, I, I love the. People and people bring up the Patriots, obviously, as the outlier. But so I love about the NFL. What makes it so just interesting? Like, you know, five. You know, it's what, what's the? It's it's like five. There's always five new teams in the playoffs every year, or something yeah, like that. Like you always have new teams. Thing, yeah. They set up the schedule with strength the schedules based on how you finished the season before. I just I I mean there truly is parity. Again, you're gonna you're always gonna have a couple of those teams that are always in the playoffs. Just you know. Again, the Patriots because Brady, Belichick, and let's be honest, that division was absolute trash for a decade. Not just because Brady was there; like the teams just didn't know what they were doing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I love it. My 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 going away. Jalen Hurts sucks, Teddy. I told you at the start of the season that he sucks. <laughs> I told you last quarter show that he sucks. And guess what? It ain't any different. He sucks. He's Come terrible. on, baby, make it hurt so good, man. He is terrible. The Eagles are finally being competitive because they realize, oh, wow, we should only let this guy throw the ball 12 times a game. <laughs> he is yeah. terrible. terrible. I was, hope, I was hoping ball. they would pull out that win against the Chargers so I'd, I'd have a leg to stand on, but I, it's hard to come here uh, every four weeks and defend this guy, so uh, <laughs> I'll just let you have just your not gonna this week. I'm just not going to do it. I'm just not going to do it. It's too hard. Just gonna, that's it. <laughs> Listen, it, to, same thing Skip, Skip Bayless said about Tim Tebow. You give him a top five defense, a top five offensive line, and a top five running game, that guy can go win you a Super Bowl. 
<laughs> you give Jalen Hurts all that, maybe he'll go get you a playoff win. Hey, Tebow got, has that playoff win. He'll always have that who Pittsburgh he, game. Who did he beat? Pittsburgh. Uh, Don't remind Jordan. Uh, <laughs> I can still see that twelve year that twelve year. Yeah, Mike Tomlin. To great, great, great playoff coach though. Yeah, great, great job. <laughs> oh man, so good, so good. Awesome. All right, boys. Well, here's here's the two. There, I only have a couple because it's kind of it's kind of hard to a lot of the juicy stuff we kind of covered in the topics that I that I would have fired off that I had last yeah. week. But so I'm not going to time us. But let's uh you know we won't go into long soliloquies about this stuff. So my two minute drill. Uh, where does OBJ play next? Jo. Ravens. Teddy. Packers. That's what it sounds like right now. I'm gonna say Saints. Who is? Oh, hold on. I just want to oh, say. An, oh, an, go ahead. I apologize. An interesting team would be New England, though. I think. Oh wow. Okay. Belichick trying to. Uh... That doesn't seem like a Bill Belichick move. Well, it's, you know, it's you, not. You, it's not. But it would. It would help Mac Jones out. And if that team's making a serious push, it could help him. You know. You know who I'm rooting for to sign him, right? Who? Ted? The Giants. Oh my God! Can you imagine the homecoming? Woo! I would love it. Um, who is the quarterback of the future for the New York Jets? Ooh, Teddy. That's Mike White right there, man. That's the great Mike White. So I, I'm going with Mr. Mike White. Jordan. Oh, definitely. Uh, that uh, Zach guy that they uh <laughs> picked in the first round. Um, the, the I mean, you draft that guy and and you know, invest that much into him. There's, there's, I don't, I don't care what Mike White does. Like Mike, Mike, Mike White can, you know, bring the Pope to, to the Jets <laughs> He's stadium. He's got that and, swag, man. And ki- kiss the, kiss the Pope's ring. And they'd be like, all right, Zach, get in there. The so, team like, loves him. I was going to say, I, Dude, it doesn't I, I matter. J- I like, thought, they'll, they'll I thought J.O. was going to go Mike White. Where did, did he almost get you a fantasy win? Um, yeah, I know. Uh, dude, no, listen, that, my, my cousin, Mike, I mean, I, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll defend him to the death, but that's right. You, you, wait, it's just, it's just what teams do. They get pot committed and it's like, they're just going to run. It's uh, it's Zach Smith, right? Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson. You could yeah. say that the, the quarterback Smith. of the future for the Jets. Maybe Wilson, not... Smith, Young. I, I couldn't yeah. remember. It was one of those but, three, but like. It's possible the court, the future quarterback of the Jets has not even been born yet. That's the possible thing. With you the Jets. Uh, apparently you need to have just a mundane last name to be a Jets quarterback these days. That's so, right. Uh, yeah, no, it's it's going to be Zach Wilson. Uh, um, you know, Mike 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 White will be if he continues to do well, will be launched for somebody else. Okay. Well, it could be this next team because do the Panthers bring back Sam Darnold next season? One word answer. I'm just gonna say no. No. I'm gonna say yes. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say they. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say they bring him back. He may not end up being the starter. Yeah, that's a good point. Like if they draft somebody and they're like, "All right, we're gonna start off the year with Darnold, and then like just have the warm hand." I think. I think teams are very. A lot of NFL teams are very much. They talk. They can talk themselves into. Everything was firing at all cylinders until a lot of other guys got hurt, and then we just got out of sync. 
I just I I feel like he'll be back. He's just looked so bad, and now he's got he another, has. another another injury. I think it, it's over for him. But he really he really ruined my 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 Panthers playoff prediction because I was I was crushing the NFC man. Um, That's right. And then my last my last uh, question: Which under five hundred team makes the playoffs? I think we all took one, so I guess it's pretty easy. Well, I'll say the 49ers. J.O.? Uh, the Vikings. And I'm going to go to the Seahawks. I didn't, I didn't actually think we'd all actually have an under 500 You have team. to in the NFC. <laughs> yeah, I, I really, yeah, I really did. Well, I mean, yeah, well, no, you could say. You could, no? you would say the, no. the, you could say the Oh, yeah, Saints, you'd have to pick one. Yeah, you're right. No, you could say the Falcons because the they're 4-4. Saints four and, and the Falcons because they're 4-4, four four, yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Good, yeah, good point there. So, uh Sweet. This was uh this was good, boys. A little little shorter than we normally have it, unfortunately. I know uh you know, I I, I could go on for hours, especially with your breakdown tonight, J.O. Um we could have went on for, for four or five hours. Um but we'll be back what, I guess, after week thirteen. Right? Yeah, basically first week of December we'll be back, I guess. Yeah. After Turkey after Turkey week. So we'll uh we'll be looking at what uh can't believe we're at the halfway point already. Yeah, it's nuts, man. Time time flies. So, you know, big big month of football coming up here for a lot of teams. So um had a lot of fun again, guys. This is uh this is this has been a been a lot of a lot of good stuff. Had a blast, like, man. Always do with you guys. A lot of good. So uh, you know, J O, any any last last words? Um, I just hope Dalvin doesn't get caught up in this stuff. It'd be a shame. It would ruin I, my I, fantasy team. I, uh, I hope. I hope it's not true. Don't let Dalvin be an abuser. Great, <laughs> great. Well, boys, big kisses. Good talk. See you out there. On any given Sunday, you're either gonna win or lose. Da-da-da-da-da.